1: Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, Joe Biden held a town hall in Ohio last night, and it went about as bad as you expected it to. Not even his friends at CNN could save him. We'll play you some of the uh, uncomfortable cuts from last night's events. Also, the Olympics begin, I believe, today. We get the opening ceremonies are tonight, and Saturday morning at 3 a.m., I'm going to get up and watch and root for New Zealand against the U.S. women's soccer team, who took a knee against uh sweden and then took a beating maria taylor finally the maria taylor melodrama ends she jumps from espn to nbc and that's a that's a good thing for espn uh an alabama doctor says young healthy people are dying in her arms of covid and when they're dying they say i thought it could only happen to people of a different skin color we will play you her or read you her lies and um turtle boy's here with a couple of really disturbing stories, a story about a man and a horse. We will let you, uh, Turtle Boy give you all the details on today's Callahan podcast brought to you by DCU. Whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs and more importantly, your budget. Their are mortgage experts. We'll walk you through the application process and help remove all the hurdles that make it a very difficult and confusing process. They'll bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today at dcu.org mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 466914, insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, Karana, you almost made it through a week. Let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan podcast. You know, I've been uh, critical in the past of Jill Biden, who is a awful spouse, a terrible wife, because she just continues to push her poor, cognitively compromised husband out there on stage. And he is just not up to the task as we've seen many, many times back during the campaign. Uh, and now, six months into his presidency. But you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm changing my mind on this. I'm, I have a change of heart. I wanna thank Jill Biden for uh, forcing her husband to uh, run and win and become president because there wasn't a lot of great stuff on TV last night, not a, a lot of good sports, but there was a town hall on CNN, uh, a town hall from Cincinnati, Ohio, in which the, ho- the whole world got to see yet again just how lost our president is, just how uncomfortable it is to see him in front of a crowd answering questions. And it doesn't matter if they're all if they're all setups. It doesn't matter if the host is Don Lemon, one of the great sycophants of all time, who's there with one goal to help, to help shepherd the president through this hour-long town hall. The questions were mostly set-ups. It was mostly Democrats saying, uh, about whatever climate change or something, just trying to throw them softballs. It doesn't matter if you put the president of the United States on live television and uh, and like his guy. If you're you know a Democrat or a Biden fan, it must be torture. And as you know, Turtle Boy, you, me, we're not we're not Biden fans, so we can sit back and laugh at this poor man. But as I say every time, he has three and a half more years. Three and a half more years. The guy on that stage last night can't do this for six more months. He can't. And we're supposed to believe he has three he's gonna last three and a half more years. How is that even possible? How is he it, how is, he a, a year from know. now? How is that guy gonna take the stage at a town hall or a press conference or whatever a year from now? Two years from now, when he's when he's eighty, how is that going to work? Jerry, we are all sitting a watching. It's a stutter.
0: We're watching. <laughs> it's a stutter. Like remember that cute kid from New Hampshire? He's right, just like right. him. He's just like him, Jerry. Just the stutter.
1: Well, if you if you didn't see it, the stutterer in chief last night, and I'm sure lots of people didn't. I didn't remember it was on, but you see it on Twitter. Suddenly, there's a couple of clips going viral. I flip it over, and he is just completely lost i mean forget deer in the headlights that's a that's like an uh, an insult to deer because he is just uh, he he doesn't have a cogent thought he's accused today of lying and he did tell one big huge lie that even dale what's his face the cnn guy dale uh daniel dale daniel dale that guy and, and others were calling him out for including by the way the doctor the old planned parenthood what's her name Matt, uh, the uh, Asian lady there?
2: You mean yeah. uh, uh, it's uh, Lena Wen?
1: The lady who talks like this. Lena yes. Wen. We even she up. was calling, everyone was calling him out. What's the biggest story this week nationally? It would be those Texas Democrats, it'd be the people getting COVID. Uh, who have been vaccinated, right? That's like the biggest story, that the Olympians who are getting COVID despite being vac- vaccinated, the Texas Democrats who came to D.C. and just started spreading it to uh, aid, this White House aides who are sidelined right now with COVID who've been vaccinated. And yet the the, <laughs> the president of the United States goes on stage and flat out says, you can't get covid if you're vaccinated this was a shocking i mean uh, again i don't I, I don't like the guy i'm not rooting for the guy i enjoy when he loses his way I, i'm not i don't like elder abuse you know that's not my thing but when you see this man who is bent on you know, destroying a uh, large but, you know, institutions in this country, as we've seen, you know, I mean, check out the southern border right now. This guy is determined, or at least the people behind the scenes are determined to do real damage to this country. So I'm not rooting for him. But when he steps in front of the camera and says, You can't get COVID if you're vaccinated, even Don Lemon was like, What? Are you <laughs> are you following the news, Mr. President? Have you checked with your staff in the White House? How could anyone who's not completely oblivious to what's going on, how could anyone say that? I mean, I understand he lies really easily because he knows that he won't get called out by the media. You know, he goes before the world and says the the January 6th insurrectionist killed a cop. He knows that's a lie, but he says it because he knows the media has his back and they won't call him out. But this one, even by his standards, was so damn egregious. I, I'm uh, did, do you think do you guys think he believes that? Do you think he's that? No, I don't think he believes much
0: at all, Jerry. I think he 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 screwed up, he he messed up the talking points. He's obvious. Think of how much prep time this guy takes beforehand. Like they must sit him down and just repeat the talking points to him over and over and over again. And he just screwed this one up. What's the point of doing watching- that? He
2: wouldn't remember it anyway. There's the, you, you 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 might as well not prepare at all. The guy's the guy's just a complete vegetable now.
1: There was there was one i don't know one someone on twitter that just says uh, made the prediction that there will never be another joe biden town hall this was the last one from on july 21st from cincinnati ohio was the last time joe biden will take the stage in a town hall format because when you think about it he's surrounded by well actually he's not surrounded if you saw the view of the arena of uh, the the room that he's in there's like there's like uh, 27 people in it they, they took a shot it's from the, that, back, in the back, the back of the room, literally it's one tenth full. Nobody showed up for a guy who got 81 million votes. He can't bang out a, a, a conference room at a college in Cincinnati, Ohio. in on a, on a, on a Wednesday night in July, he can't fill a room with people who maybe it's because his supporters just can't bear to watch. But he's got Don Lemon there, who's ready to, you know, uh, to hold him, you know, if he needs, if he needs to be be held. He's ready to to stroke, to stroke, <laughs> to work the shaft if that's what it takes. Don Lemon is there to help. The audience is there to help, and yet he just fell on his face. I think this was worse than any, obviously he was terrible in the debates and press conferences and, and other man-on-the-street stuff. He's been terrible. But this was the worst I've ever seen, which is no surprise because as time goes by, it's just going to get worse and worse. But Well, the answer to answer your question, Jerry, why they're allowing this, a recent
0: poll out of New Hampshire two days ago actually showed that there is a 17% approval difference between Joe Biden and Kamala Harris right now amongst New Hampshire voters, 17%. Wow. So that is, that is why they are going to ride this as long as they can.
1: But the question is, again, how long? How long? I mean, if, um, years. if, you, had a, if you had a doctor right now, a neurologist, they would say they'd probably put a time on it, say he's not going to be able to do this in whatever, a year, a year and a half. He's just not. I mean, it's not going to be possible. And then what? I know the media will avoid this uh, as long as possible, but do they bring up? The Twenty Fifth Amendment. Do we suddenly oh. hear that that he has whatever he has Parkinson's? No, Tur- Tur-
2: the- Turtle Boy is exactly right about this. Like the longer that they can keep Kamala out of the out of the White House, the more chances that they have of getting her elected or a Democrat elected come right. next election. If she serves for three years, they will not win the White House next well, election. She so I right. think, she
0: what can't I think is going to happen is Biden's going to do. First of all, I mean we've put up with so much already from this guy. It gets worse and worse, and the media doesn't care. It's obvious they're not going to talk about it. it this. This can go on indefinitely. They'll just this will go on. They everybody knows he's the empty suit up there. He's a Trojan horse of progressivism. Everybody knows that. They're gonna ride this in. They cannot let Kamala take over because then she will be the presumptive nominee in 2024. So what you do is you let Biden do it. He elects not to run. And that way the Democratic field becomes wide open and they can put someone in who's not Kamala. That's their best bet.
1: That's a it's a good point. Like if if he but but the problem is if he completely uh, if he's completely gone in a year, you don't have a choice. You can't have matter. An election. Woodrow Wilson
0: disappeared, Jerry, during the last month, last year of his presidency. His wife did all his press conference for it. This is not unprecedented. It's happened before. I
1: don't, yeah, there was no CNN or L Fox News or Twitter. Or, uh, you know, there was no twenty-four hour news cycle when Woodrow Wilson or even you know FDR were in the White the House. Media likes, likes
0: Biden more than they did Wilson, Jerry. You, you misunderstand.
1: You know what you're going to see is you're going to see him just disappear. I mean, he might make an appearance, like walk into Marine One or just eating ice cream. Uh, but you're not going to see press conferences. You're not going. They're not going to allow the media. And and the media will play along, obviously, like they did during the campaign when they hit him in the in the basement in Delaware, and just allowed COVID to win the election for him. Um, You're going to see something like that. And the question will be from us and everyone else will be, where is Joe? That'll become a thing. Where is Joe? Hannity will be yelling it every night. Where is Joe? He will hide for as long as possible because he can't do what he did last night. But uh, let's listen to something. Let's start with the lie. I mean, this this was so bad that I, I, I was wondering when he said it, like, how do you cover this if you're... If you're Anderson Cooper, I mean, if you're uh, if you're you know Stephanopoulos or Chuck Todd or Maggie Haberman, if you are a Biden foot soldier, uh, uh, dis- uh, pretending, purporting to be a member of the media, how do you cover it when your guy tells this blatant a lie that is so uh, easy to disprove just with the day's news? I mean, just with the news out of the White House. We know you can get covid <laughs> if you've been vaccinated but apparently no one told the big guy uh, but let's listen to Joe uh, just lied to the world the the various shots that people are getting now cover that
3: they you're okay you're not going you're not going to get covid if you have these
1: vaccinations yeah is that, is that Don Lemon just say, yes. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. On a day when we're talking about all the, I mean, before the, uh, the damn town hall, after the town hall, we're talking about all these people getting COVID who've been vaccinated and how bizarre it is and how uh, it's not as deadly. You don't get, you don't die. If he said that, you're not going to die if you get vaccinated. He would be right. But he's just flat out wrong to the point where his his fans on CNN uh, were were calling him out and and wondering where did that come from? I mean, how could you be that? that- well, he's speaking in
0: generalities. I, I mean, he's saying basically like you can't, you know, you're not going to get COVID if you get the vaccine. It's just encouraging you to get the vaccine, well. and you have a much less chance of getting the, you know, COVID if you get the vaccine. But I get what he. I mean, I don't want to defend Biden, but if I'm <laughs> You know how we always used to Trump spleen everything. Trump would say yes. something dumb, and we'd all Trump spleen it. Like, no, this is what he really meant. I'm going to Biden spleen here. And well, I think what he meant there was basically that uh, you know you're probably not going to get it but if, the, if you get the, the
2: difference. Is though, is sycophants in at CNN don't don't take your view on it though i mean
0: they're yes, much harsher not than you are yes not no, that's, true.
2: <laughs>
1: that's true that's true Yeah, that's true not everyone some people at cnn are they're looking to just pounce seize on any mistake <laughs> yes. the poor man makes <laughs> but this is not something a 50 year old joe biden would have said it's not something you know, kamala harris would have said it's it's obviously uh, a lie but it's such a dumb lie it's not it doesn't really it doesn't work, you know. I mean, you're supposed to tell lies that 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 help you. Like when he lies about Charlottesville in the campaign, that helps him. You know, when he lies about Trump calling soldiers losers and suckers, that's obviously a lie, but it helped him. It helped him get elected. This doesn't help when you're when your people at CNN are forced to call you out. When your Pinocchio guy at the Washington Post is forced to call you out, you put your your fans in a tough spot including again what's her name the former head of planned parenthood the one that says they have to we have to make life difficult to for people who can't who don't get vaccinated lena wen she called yes, lena she wen does. called him out immediately after this town hall when she was on with Anderson cooper
2: Right. I mean, I'm, I was actually disappointed by President Biden's speech tonight or his answers tonight, because I actually thought that he was answering questions as if it were a month ago. He's not really meeting the realities what that's of what's happening on the ground. I mean, we now have triple the number of infections in the U.S. versus a month ago. We have escalation in cases all over the country because of the Delta variant. And we actually don't know the answers to a lot of questions. He was talking about how if you get the vaccine, you're well protected from having severe disease. That's true. But we actually don't know how well you're protected from mild illness and whether with the Delta variant, if you're vaccinated,
4: could you still be contagious to other people? We don't we know. Don't we... End-
1: <laughs> that, that's 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 not a good night when no. you're when you're fans at CNN. Yeah, but listen to what, to what
0: she's criticizing for. She's criticizing him for not fear mongering enough.
1: Yeah, well, that's what they do, right? That's—I mean, isn't that what Biden does? and then what the the administration does? They—they they fearmonger on a daily basis because they came up so woefully short on their number. They were supposed to get seventy percent of the country vaccinated on Fourth uh, of July, and they didn't come close. I They're don't at a third, thirty-three,
2: now. I think. That's the <laughs> last I saw.
1: Thirty-three, just short. They get—they were at thirty-three. They were supposed to be at seventy and you know why because when you when you're Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or Jill Biden you think like an authoritarian that's how you think you think we will just make people do it we'll just tell them they have to do it and they'll do it he is ge- he is genuinely uh, disappointed and surprised that he couldn't force 70% of the country to get the shot so he could have bragging rights and he knows it's not even close. So every day they blame, you know, Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram and 12, 12 people on Facebook. Are you one of those people, Turtle Boy? We have not heard the names yet.
0: You see, they released the names. Robert Kennedy's kid is on there. They released
1: they the released 12 the names. names? I didn't see that. Oh, they released
0: 12. the 12 names. Oh, yeah. It's like some random people you never heard of, like some witch doctor from Africa. All this <laughs> stuff, like apparently, I'm influenced by this guy and not just common sense. Uh, evidently, by the way, the, what they're doing right now, this crackdown and blaming social media, is the most authoritarian, authoritarian, fascist thing that any president has ever done in the history of the United States of America. Like what colluding about, with. Uh, the- billion dollar company to say you must censor these people they are they are getting out of control they are saying things that are against the state you must silence them now private company
1: it's it's chilling and as i said the other day turtle boy the amazing thing is not that they did this said this not that biden is working with zuckerberg and dorsey to uh silence his critics but that people uh applauding that are members of the media and, and you have members of the media applauding a crackdown on your First Amendment rights and doing it openly, explicitly, and there's not a lot of uh, of backlash. I mean, obviously, you get it from Fox News and New York Post and, and, and people like us, but the members of the mainstream media have no problem. In fact, some of them think it doesn't go far enough. But this makes...
2: This makes absolute sense. This makes absolute sense that they're doing that. Think about the same thing happened when you had the major insurance companies who um, were lobbying for Obamacare to go through. It's because they know they can, they'll, they'll toe the line and they've got the money to, to be able to handle it and do what they need to do. And in this case, the media is not going to, you know, these media folks who who are into it are not going to say the wrong thing. So they know they won't be affected. Same thing. Social
0: media has always been a threat to the traditional media because people like me can just make accounts and then just report news. And they hate that because they're like they had a monopoly on the news for so long. You got your news from a newspaper. Now, random people like Andy No and me and, and people like us can just go on there, create accounts and just post real news, and that scares the shit out of them because we're better at it, and we yep. represent the future, and they're scared of that,
1: yep. So they applaud the author- authoritarian uh, tendencies of this White House. and they they like the fact that, <laughs> That the big tech, uh, you know, the big tech tyrants work with the White House to uh, silence, to suppress speech. It's incredible that every media person. I mean, he got, it was so bad the other day that the ACLU, the the organization devoted to to not you know not uh, protecting civil liberties, to to generally to I think their goal now is to make sure that uh, all uh, transgendered girls get to win in sports that's their number one priority right now the aclu they actually made it came out with a statement and said biden's biden's gone a little too far Finally. which was amazing it's Finally. amazing <laughs> amazing from for them but it it's remarkable how few people are kicking and screaming at what you call the worst the most egregious uh, fascist uh, authoritarian fascist attempt to, on speech in american to history shut people up because the argument
0: different. against it has always been, Jerry, when I get kicked off and I say, you know, like, my First Amendment rights are being violated, they say, well, it's not – it's okay when – it's not the government. It's just a billion-dollar tech or, you know, oligarch that's doing to you. Well, now, if they're doing the bidding of the federal government, if the federal government is – because they know. They're not stupid. They know that, like, we don't have the authority to circumvent the First Amendment and say you can't say this. So what we could do is just kind of get around it by telling these tech companies, you do it for us or else – We will regulate the shit out of you and you will no longer exist anymore.
2: I mean, they keep calling them before Congress of course they're gonna be afraid that they're you know they're they're gonna they're they're gonna lose a lot of money. So yeah, of of course they're gonna do the government's bidding. That's what happens. And
1: what they're doing what they're doing once again is using COVID. I mean COVID was the greatest thing to happen to these to these these tyrants. They're using COVID and saying we have to stop this misinformation so we could these essentially enemies of the regime, we could take them down, we could take them off uh, social media because, you know, misinformation or as as Biden likes to say, they're killing people. So you have these 12 influencers and and they would like to make it more than that. Obviously, much, much more than 12. Anybody who tweets or posts on Facebook something that they don't like, they can call Zuckerberg or Dorsey and say, take this down and, and they will do it. That is chilling. And it's amazing there aren't more people in in, in in the media who aren't kicking and screaming, but there aren't. You know what? Um, I, I have to say, it's one thing to hear Biden lie during this uh, town hall. And again, I'm not sure he, he's, he knows even what he's talking about. But it the, the beauty of a town hall or a press car or any public appearance for Joe Biden is it's always good for a laugh. And there were a couple of moments where you just said, we need subtitles. We need subtitles. We need somebody to explain what he's talking about. What was the question where he really lost his way, Karana? What were what were they? What did they ask?
2: Uh, let me ask him about inflation. Uh, so I have that cut.
1: Oh, good. I mean, just imagine a guy who was never that bright to begin with, finished like last in his class, and called, and he's supposed to explain inflation, and he tries. Sometimes he tries, and it's just, we, uh, he 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 literally said three times we're that we're, we're not going to have any inflation. We're not going to have inflation and talk to any economist. He loves that one too. Any economist, either side of the aisle, they'll oh, yeah. tell you that all this spending, that's going to help you know, lower prices. He just makes it up as he goes along, has no idea what he's talking about on, on economics. And last night, not only did he, did he not know what he's talking about? He do he, he just lost his way completely. Didn't know what he was answering at one point and even don don lemon couldn't save him it was pretty comical inflation is temporary but if you're pumping all of this money into the economy couldn't that add to no the,
3: look here's the deal moody's today when our wall street firm not some liberal think tank said if we pass the other two things i'm trying to get done we will in fact reduce inflation reduce inflation Reduce inflation. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Sec, hold a on. Good one.
1: opportunity. Hold on. Yeah. Does anyone believe, does anyone believe that Moody said that yesterday? <laughs> no way. This is, it, this, is, is time this is the, this is what he does. He just, he knows they won't, he's looking at the audience of sycophants. of fancy. He knows lemon and CNN and he just makes it up. I, I could be wrong. And maybe somebody in the comment line will correct me and say, Oh, Moody said that exact thing yesterday. I'm just going to guess without doing any research that Moody's said no such thing. It just it's like when he talks about his father and mother telling him stuff, he just makes it up. He you know he's just making that up. But he's saying and by the way the two things he wants, one is the infrastructure, the other is just this 3.5 trillion dollar boondoggle of of you know of, of social engineering and 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 crazy tax and spend liberal you know goodies it's it's the same if you've seen he wants to spend uh in relation to the gdp i think it's five times more than fdr did in the new De- in the in the new deal five times more he wants to completely transform the country without a control deficit spending but anyway let's go back to his inflation answer because it gets better jobs for people who, in fact, are going to be reinvesting that money
3: back in all the things we're talking about. Driving down prices, not raising prices. And so it, it is, I, 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 I sincerely mean this. Prices are up now and they're up And for example, you're in a position where you're trying to build a house, try to find two by fours and lumber. Well guess what? People stop working cutting lumber. They stopped doing it because they, they're, they're, the unemployment was so down. Now, all of a sudden, there's this need because people are coming back. And guess what? Instead of paying 10 cents, you're paying 20. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It relates Whoa. to Whoa. what, in fact, is now needed because we're growing.
0: <laughs> Picture that guy being your economics oh. professor. Oh. Like sitting there listening, like, I have so many questions, professor.
1: Um, as What? I- <laughs> As I pointed out again last night, if this were, and I'm dead serious, if this were your grandfather or your father, you'd be talking to your siblings about taking his car keys away. You would not trust him to, you know, watch your kids or walk your dog. He would be forced to retire if he delivered your mail. If I he thought he were, was
0: going somewhere with that statement. When he started talking about lumber, he could have gone somewhere with that because yeah, the price of lumber went up and then it's back down now, but he didn't go there. He just started talking about like, Oh, people stop making lumber. And like what, what he just went on this tangent. It's like he lost his train of thought as usual.
1: Um, the, the, and, and he can't, he, he can't talk about, things in the private sector. He's never been in the private. He's been on the public dole for 50 years. He has no private sector experience. I'll bet you has no real, like nobody in his family. We all know his brothers and his son. They're all a bunch of con artists just living off the the Biden name. None of them's ever done, you know, an honest day's work. He doesn't even know what they've gone through for the last year. Even though he was all through the campaign and he's been president for six months, he really doesn't know what people have been through in the private sector, small businesses. He doesn't know that you know uh, 50% of black owned small businesses are gone because of the government's overreaction to COVID. He doesn't know the devastation in the restaurant and the hospitality industry because it doesn't affect him and he doesn't care. And he doesn't spend any time you know, thinking about it, he's it, it. It's it's you're supposed to be, or the reputation of a good liberal is you're empathetic, right? You care, you know, about the little guy, the small businessman. It's just the opposite with him. I mean, he spends his time with with literally with oligarchs and and billionaires, and you know, the beautiful people in D.C. He doesn't know the pain the government inflicted on people who are trying to run a restaurant during COVID. So a restaurant owner, a big time restaurant, a guy who owns thirty nine restaurants, I believe, steps up. He looked up. like
0: that guy. That guy got. He looks exactly like every restaurant owner. I, I was gonna, gonna, gonna say like he definitely.
1: Guy. He looked the part, and he didn't come in for a change. The usually these town halls when Biden does them are fixed. They're rigged, and you just have a teacher stand up and say, "And what do you think about you know transgender?" And he'll say, "Oh, I, you know, everyone deserves a shot," and he'll just give you. You know the usual platitudes. In this case, you have a restaurant owner, who I don't know his name. Do you have his name, Carano? He steps up.
2: I don't, and I don't have a cut. I do see what Biden said.
1: Um, oh well, see if you can grab the the restaurant owner. Yeah, sure. Who asks about uh, whatever you know the the struggles of the restaurant owners and uh, of, of, of in the industry, and he literally says. His first thing he says is, "You know, what are you gonna do for restaurants or something?" Biden's answer is, "Hey, we kept you open. You know, we did that. kept you open. Hold on a second here. We've talked about this a lot, Turtle Boy, over the last year, year and a half. What? What did uh, the federal government?" didn't have this is not their their domain is it? it's not their purview right. they don't
0: he's talking about again i'll biden's playing jerry he's talking about the government in general yes we shut you down yes we said you could not have customers or basically run a business and that did take it only but we threw you a bone with that ppp loan so how about you shut up and thank us
1: <laughs> he didn't say that though he said we kept you open but they didn't his friends in blue states you know the the liberal authoritarian governors in blue states like uh, andrew cuomo and whitmer and Newsom and baker they shut them down they didn't keep them open they shut them down and his answer there's a couple things in this rambling incoherent answer one he starts talking trying to relate to the restaurant owner by saying you know he's he knows people in the industry and he he doesn't say it clearly obviously but he says like his sister-in-law is a waitress in Atlantic City. As a waiter or waitress, uh, one of
3: my sister-in-laws is, of five sisters, makes a very good salary. She works in Atlantic
1: City. That's where she's she's from. (laughs) I'm going. Oh yeah, sure Again, Again. (laughs) first of all, that would be like his wife's sister or his brother's wife, all of whom are in their 70s. So we're gonna believe that there's some Biden out there, Biden relative, in her 70s, waiting tables in atlantic city
0: <laughs> have you ever seen the waitresses in atlantic city
1: jerry <laughs> yeah maybe you're right maybe she's but first of all all the bidens are in on the you know in on the scam they're all rich they've all made deals some one way or the other uh in 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 and off the name of the biden name and i don't think any of them are waiting tables secondly well you know put it to the trump test but it doesn't have to be the trump test if this were uh, bush if this were whatever DeSantis the media would check right they would say we will follow up afterwards with the media office to they'd say who's the sister in law you know what's her name where does she work that's clearly just made up that he doesn't have a sister in law working at a restaurant in in Atlantic city he just makes it up and nobody cares but the other thing he rambles on real.
0: what's that corn pop was real that's the most surprising <laughs> story he's ever told they brought up his obituary
1: Corn pop. Now, my favorite is always that in 19... That's the best Biden rant ever. But but my favorite one was in 1962 I think it was. His unemployed coal miner father saw two guys kissing and said, hey, Joey, love is love. It's a good thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you I remember not, that one. When he was I don't asked,
0: remember that one.
1: Oh, I, you gotta go, Google I that one because that is a funny one. He, he saw, he was, I don't know, he was... Uh, 12 years old or something, 1957, I forget, with his father and two, two guys were, you know, necking. And he said, oh. hey, they're in love, Joey, they're in love. That's that's a good thing. And it was just completely made up and, 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 and impossible to believe. But anyway, he finally scolds this restaurant owner and says, just pay your people more. Like pay them 15 or 18 bucks an hour. Waitresses and waiters and bartenders, which obviously get tips. And this guy obviously got devastated by COVID, or I'm sorry, not by COVID, by the government's reaction to COVID. And the president is so empathetic, he says, Hey, just pay people more. And the guy's looking at him like, What? we could run a business. You know, we have a we have a balance sheet. We need to make money. We need to make a profit. You're you're you know, that's not a solution. You absolute you know <laughs> you Pickled brain, old fool.
2: So the guys, the the restaurant tour's name is John uh, Lanny, and then uh, so Biden says, uh, my guess is that people making seven, eight dollars an hour plus tips. That's I think, John, you're going to be finding fifteen dollars an hour now. People, people, people looking so, yeah. to make more money into bargain.
0: Yeah, just so ran, like to, I'll tell you how to run your business. Here's what it's it's just that simple. It's just that simple. If, he if wants you
1: to double if, double the pay of the waitresses and the waiters, and yeah, he also so. is asked about. I don't know if you could find this one Corona, but he's asked about the unemployment the extra unemployment that in in blue states governors who again don't care about the private sector they're there to help amazon and walmart and the big chains people like charlie baker massachusetts do not care about small businesses so they add this extra unemployment because it you know placates their their friends at the at the Globe, or you know, in in the far left, uh, Liz Warren, AOCs, Ayanna Presleys, they want everyone dependent on the government. They don't care about the private sector. He says, "I don't think that affects unemployment." Literally, the president said that. I see no evidence that giving people extra unemployment money to stay home affects the employment level that I mean we know everybody who knows anyone in the private sector knows it is killing small businesses it's killing uh you know fast food places restaurants uh because i mean we don't blame people who stay home and they're going to make more staying home than if they go to work we, no one blames them for staying home the blame is with the government the federal government the governors who are giving them this extra unemployment and he he just he can't even admit that that's affecting the ability to re- of restaurants to find people to get people back to work. I mean, you guys have seen it. There's not, there's like no restaurant in America that doesn't have a help wanted sign. Oh, and they're they're begging people to come work. They're offering bonuses, but the bonus has to be more than Daddy government is offering these people. It's a crime what this what this tyrant is doing to. Uh, to the private sector, I don't. But,
2: hey, I don't know what uh, I don't know what it's like in uh, in Massachusetts, but in New Hampshire, I think the most you can make in unemployment, it's it's, it's pretty low. Uh, New Hampshire's kind of lean that way, but it's four hundred dollars a week. But then with the federal stuff, it was up to a thousand dollars a week. So people were legitimately making. You know $52,000 a year to stay home, but they're not going to go back to their restaurant business where they've got food well, all over long them and smelling.
0: Oh, it was a year, it was a well, uh, it was extended it, to a is year. It still
2: is it a No, it ended in New Hampshire. It. it ended in New Hampshire. Uh, uh Sununu said, Okay, that's it. Like, As of like, like I think July or something,
1: it ended in most red states or yeah. even you know, uh, purple, but but not in you know, Massachusetts. Baker City has no intention of ending and not in New York or California. I mean, they. It, there's no clearer sign that they don't care if any of these small businesses, if any of these restaurant neighborhood restaurants survive. They don't care. Yeah. They want people dependent on government, and they they care about the big, big, big you know international businesses. They would never ever shut down, you know, Walmart or McDonald's, but they don't care about the neighborhood place. That's it's obvious. They've they've, they've killed off half of them, and there's just there's no empathy. There's no the regret at all. It just, I mean, you saw the guy last night, literally he had no empathy for this restaurant, owner who's been devastated. It's just like, ah, you know, we, we, we didn't shut you down. We kept you open. We're going, what you, were, what are you talking about? I don't know where all the guy's restaurants are, but I guarantee you, you know, many of them were shut down and the guy was devastated and Biden does not care, but he was funny. That guy looked like the right out of central casting the, the restaurant owner you could picture him you know hustling and uh, and uh, you know st- they're seating people and doing his best to run a restaurant in these difficult times but Biden did not care about his troubles all right there was another thing we we have to get to because I love these I love these stories and I know you do terrible you've been you've been tweeting about this woman but an Alabama doctor um, I I, I We've, we've talked about this before, but the level of desperation for the people trying to get up, you know, to get more people vaccinated, trying to get over 50% or over 70% or trying to get kids vaccinated or try the level of desperation for these people is kind of comical where they, uh, and we talked earlier about the doctor at CNN saying we have to make life difficult. We can't let these people go on airplanes or eat in restaurants until they get vaccinated. Um, uh, the, the, they really—they will do anything. They'll pull out all the stops to get people vaccinated to get that number up. But sometimes they just go a little too far. And you have this Alabama doctor who posted about people she's treating with COVID, people who are dying, and how they, um, how they explained to her why they didn't get vaccinated. Now, obviously, she's one of these people who just wants people to get vaccinated. That's fine. But you tell me if you believe. What's her name? What's the doctor's name? Doctor Brittany Cobia. Brittany Cobia. Tell me if you believe her story. Do we have? Do you have her story in front of you? Yeah, I'm looking at it.
2: Uh, this is what she says. She says, "I'm admitting young, healthy people to the hospital with very serious COVID infections." Um, she's at uh, she's in Birmingham, uh, Grandview Medical Center in Birmingham, Alabama. One of the last things they do before they're in, uh, incubated is beg me for the vaccine. I hold their hand and tell them. I'm sorry, but it's too late.
1: <laughs> but it gets better. It gets oh, better. Oh, yeah, it gets better because, because we... She, uh, now, first of all, does anyone believe that? Young, healthy people, there are very, very few, as we've said over and over and over again. There are literally zero children, healthy children who've died of COVID. Zero. zero. Uh, as Dr. McCary uh, wrote in the Wall Street Journal earlier this week, but there are very few young, healthy people dying. Very few are being... Uh, put on ventilators uh so birmingham alabama we're supposed to think there are a number of young healthy people dying of COVID. anyway
2: does anyone believe her so far
1: do you guys believe this doctor so far no i don't
2: of course not. no way but
1: now
0: all, she would be sadistic if like that's this guy's like dying you're like
2: i'm sorry it's
0: too late too, too late trump, you fool
2: idiot. <laughs>
0: yeah you moron but you feel <laughs> stupid now for voting for trump idiot nice going but
1: let's let's get to the uh get to the good part where she explains why these people thought they didn't have to uh um all right I'll, I'll read it here we go okay, yeah this is doctor what's her name Cobia? Cobia. Dr. Cobia Cobia in Birmingham Alabama talking about people dying of COVID she says they cry and they tell me they didn't know they thought it was a hoax they thought it was political they thought because they had a certain blood type or a certain skin color they wouldn't get sick they thought it was just the flu but they were wrong and they wish they could go back they can't so they thank me and they go get they thank me and they go get the vaccine and i go back to my office write their death note and say a small prayer that this loss will save more lives
0: yeah okay yeah okay Uh, sure uh picture that like a group of people like i thought it only happened to Mexicans and black people. I didn't know us white people could get COVID too. I had no idea. Even though Trump
1: got I, COVID, I didn't know. I it, didn't know. Okay. Help me out here, turtle boy. You, again, you spoke Biden. See if you can speak. You know, crazy liberal doctor uh, helped interpret. Um. She's talking, oh, I've, I've followed the news pretty closely in the last year and a half. I've followed even conspiracy theories, you know, from, you know, even people like, you know, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, who said they wouldn't take a vaccine if Trump told them to. Even, I've followed the, you know, the, the most staunch anti-vaxxer out there, people like Dr. Fauci, who said, even if you're vaccinated, you should stay home and wear a mask and all that. Who ever said it only affects a certain blood type or a certain skin color when is that theory ever been floated anywhere have you guys seen so, it? She took all the left-wing talking
0: points and threw them into one Facebook post, and she got it screwed up. She screwed <laughs> up. She threw a, one too many things. Like, all those things, like, it's a hoax. These are all the things that the left tells you that the right is saying that we never actually said. Nobody on the right is saying, oh, oh it's a hoax. We know COVID's real. We're not stupid. We know it kills people who are elderly and morbidly obese and stuff like that. We never. What, what we've always said is this is an overreaction to a virus that is no threat to healthy people. So they she just throws in all the left-wing talking points to make it... She makes this straw man of this old conservative what? white guy who has just voted for Trump, and she's putting a picture in your mind of what this guy looks like because this is how the left envisions everybody on the right as this okay, but, imaginary but guy.
1: I, I get that, but I've never heard anyone say it only affects no. black people no. or it only affects people of a certain blood type. I've never heard that. She, she got a little carried away. <laughs> and... I always say this about, you know, if you're going to lie, you know, be a little subtle. Don't insult me. Make it, make it seem a little kind of believable and work with me on this. All right. If you're going to lie to me, work with me a little, this is so silly and ridiculous. that Nobody believes. It's, oh, you, some- nobody believes it Jerry, every
0: Tommy Tuberville, the Republican, uh, Senator, former coach of Auburn from Alabama retweeted. It and it's like, this is scary. You guys, we should all do this. Tommy Tupperville, Every major media outlet is retweeting this. Republicans are killing people. Look what they're doing. Nobody's questioning this. They all you, Jesse Smollett showed us all you have to do is lie. That's it. And people will just believe it if they want to believe it. Period.
1: Yeah, but nobody, nobody believes Justice Smollett after a couple of days. I mean, initially, initially, you know, Kamala Harris was crying over it, but everyone knew he made it up. You and I all knew it. Everyone knows this doctor is making this up. So maybe Tuberville just thinks it's, you know, political, we'll use it for political purposes, but nobody believes young, healthy people are dying, first of all of covid and as she's holding their hand they're saying i thought it could only happen to black people or people nobody believes someone said that let alone a number of people she's just making it up that's how desperate they are to get people vaccinated they're just making stuff up that doesn't help the cause by the way that doesn't help the the effort uh, to, to go out there and lie as you say even uh, 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 one of the people in the comment line said she surprised that she didn't say they come in here and they're uh, sick and they have a MAGA hat on and a Trump shirt and they're waving a Trump flag and they say uh, they stole the election and then they die and then they die and they say oh we could have saved you if only you got the uh, 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 vaccine it's just making it up please don't uh, insult me it's such a silly story but anyway uh, we'll see how that goes going forward because I think you know like Jesse, and other hoaxers, these things tend to fall apart over time. If, if the media had any interest, they could go to Birmingham, they could look up the numbers, see how many people of a certain age group died of COVID. It's probably negligible, and and she's clearly I'm, just picking it up.
0: I'd like to point out, so her, her husband is also a doctor. His name is Miles My, Cobia, and he tweeted on September 7th, and it has since been deleted, because this was in the comments under a post. He said, I can't believe we have a vaccine released before phase three testing in the U.S. I really can't believe it. Regardless of all the crazy things that have happened, Max vaccine distribution before phase three testing is insane to me. That's a tweet he just deleted. Wow. But Trump was the president in September, so the
1: vaccine was bad then. Yes, right. And you had anti-vaxxers like... Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and so many others saying, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it if, if the president tells me to take it. So uh, they have only themselves to blame. Um,
2: I, also, uh, I also think that, it's, that the, the hospital would want to challenge this too, because now they have the reputation of killing a bunch of, of young people
1: with COVID. Like and no one else in the world is. She goes back to her desk and writes a death note. What a fraud. I mean, what a liar.
0: This person and says a prayer because it's Alabama. Says, Jerry,
1: that's popular. Oh, it says a prayer. I know. And how about, how about be more specific? So you're saying white people think it only happens to black people. I've never heard that theory from anywhere. As you point out, Donald Trump himself got it. So even the staunchest MAGA guy knows white people get it.
0: It's yeah, they get, co- they think it's sickle cell or something. It's like that's the way they're, just, you know, making white people sound.
1: It's just so absurd. All right, we got. I, I got to get to um, the uh, sports. Uh, segment here. Can, you
2: know, we, uh, can we do Shea first, yeah, and then we'll get to that? Yes, we'll
1: do Shea, but then I'm going to give you my Olympic preview, Turtle Boy, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to explain why I'm suddenly interested in the Tokyo Olympics up till yesterday. I had very little interest, but now I'm all in, Turtle Boy. I'll, I'll explain to you why after I tell you about Shea Concrete. Did you know that Shea Concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining wall systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, Shea set a new company record when they manufactured 178,000 square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. As the guys at Shea like to say, teamwork makes the teamwork. They do. I've been around them when they say that. Shea Concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes designs, and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial, or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks, and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800-696-Shea. That's 800-696-S-H-E-A, or just log on to SheaConcrete.com all right the uh, olympics today i believe today is the open or tonight i don't even know what the time they're 12 hours ahead behind I'm, i don't even know but like at three in the morning there's going to be an opening ceremony oh, nobody man. will watch uh opening ceremonies without fans all the events without fans you know at three in the morning on the other side of the world it's going to be a disastrous olympics uh, I'm sure, as we, we talked about recently, it'll get better as it goes along, as the suspense builds. There'll be some, a couple of you know Olympic heroes who will emerge, people going for multiple medals, setting records, and we'll have mild interest in watching them, hearing their stories. But it's going to be tough because of the time change, because there's no fans, because it's in Japan. It's just not going to have a lot of significance, a lot of mm, energy or intensity back here in the States. But I have to say, that I'm all in on the women's soccer, because as everyone knows, these bunch of purple-headed ingrates who take a knee at every turn, who wore uh, sweatshirts, warm-ups that said Black Lives Matter. I, at some point, you know, everyone's going to realize Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? what they are. We've talked about it many times. They're Marxist. They wanted to fund the police. They want to end capitalism. They support the the commie thugs in Cuba. I'm sure they'll support the commie thugs in, in, in China. Uh, uh, they'll probably not uh, support the freedom fighters in Hong Kong. They don't believe in, in, in freedom fighters. They believe in communist tyrants. But anyway, uh, so these bunch of women, these spoiled brats who get paid to play soccer and nobody watches nobody cares but they still they complain they don't get paid enough and they don't get enough credit anyway they took a knee before their game against sweden um yesterday or whatever it was two days ago and then they went out and got their asses kicked up and down the field by a bunch of really smoking hot swedish players not that that matters but if you haven't seen any highlights check out the swedish team you know if you're into beautiful blondes you'll find them on the swedish team if you pick up this si swimsuit issue you'll find you know transgenders and plus size models and so if you're really you're if you're one of those people who are still into really attractive women check out the swedish team that just kicked the us's ass three nothing um i'm looking at the schedule and i'm rooting against them obviously like most people i'm rooting against these these ingrates uh and uh it would be a huge upset if they were to get eliminated but they um they lost to Sweden in game one. Game two, Turtle Boy, Saturday, July twenty fourth at three A.M. versus New Zealand on NBC SN. Game three versus Australia, Tuesday, July twenty seventh, three AM on USA Network. This just isn't gonna work. This this Olympics, it just isn't gonna work when if it's a big game and a big you know, say they lose again, say they get eliminated. It's historic, right? It'd be great. It'd be great. I'm rooting for New Zealand but you'll know the outcome before the damn game starts right You're, everyone's going to know okay, the I outcome nobody
0: watches the olympics for soccer it's like it, it you do watch it for track swimming and gymnastics that's why you watch the olympics Track,
1: crazy, but swimming winter. and gymnastics right? uh, are you going to watch are you, you going to watch the transgendered weightlifter from new zealand she's she's going to get some or is it yeah she's going to get some coverage um i'm uh, why why couldn't si if they wanted to have a transgender model i mean it is sports illustrated why couldn't they have featured uh, what her name? What's her name? Hubbard well, it was Gavin Hubbard. Now it's Lauren Hubbard, I believe. Uh, why couldn't she be on the cover of SI? She's a transgender athlete. She also I don't weighs, even know Who that is? She also weighs about four hundred pounds, so maybe that's a problem. She's oh, is that a New
0: Zealand chick?
1: A heavyweight no? powerlifter. Yes. Okay,
0: Lauren Hubbard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They got to throw her on. Uh, I mean, I, I'm rooting for her, him, whatever, to win. <laughs> I could. There's nothing more I want than that person to get a gold medal. Yes. That, that, it, would, it, it would completely blow up the, the thing. Like because the reamers of the world will tell you, see, she didn't even win. So there's really no difference between men and women, and they could compete and blah blah blah. And it's totally fair. But <laughs> I, I mean, so you want the most ridiculous outcome possible. That's what I'm rooting
1: That's for. That's good good point. I'm I mean, I always root for chaos, so you're kind of hoping for some crazy stories. I'm not talking about, you know, like terrorism or bombs going up, but just some some craziness. There will be some COVID craziness where a whole team gets COVID and gets eliminated, you know, be like the, like the college world series. A couple people test positive. They have to leave. Um, there's uh, players or athletes like that swimmer. Uh, I believe his name is Michael Andrew stud swimmer, medal contender who just flat out says I'm not getting vaccinated because I'm young and healthy. And everyone, Ooh, you, I don't know how that's going to work. If he's going to be isolated in the, in the Olympic village or, you can't shake his hand, or you can't fly on the plane with him. But he flat out says, "I'm not doing it." So all the you know the authoritarian uh, people they'll all be rooting against him, uh, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. There'll be there's already a bunch of athletes who've tested positive and been told to go home. So it it might be a disaster, which would be okay. Then it'll be okay with me. Uh, it's is like I said, a root for chaos. So we'll see. But you're going to watch track, what? Gymnastics and what else?
0: Swimming? and Swimming. That's the only reason, especially track. But that usually comes on a week later. I mean, I love. I'm a track guy. I used to coach at Jerry. I love it. And oh, you I know, know you swimming. Swimming's fun. You mean when else do you watch? Nobody watches. Nobody cares about soccer. And I hate to say, nobody cares yes, about basketball. Do. Nobody cares about basketball in the Olympics either. Those are the two. They're, they're pointless. Well, people by care by about soccer. the World Cup matters. The Euro Cup matters. Nobody cares about soccer in the Olympics.
1: What about golf? Do you care about Olympic golf? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, not at all, it's professional golf that you can watch I don't remember
1: everybody. watching a second of the golf in, uh, where was the last Olympics, I Brazil? I think that
0: was an Olympic event. Real? Golf's an Olympic event. Didn't
1: even know. It, it seems bizarre that you have to have golf. You have to find courses for these guys to play. I mean, that's tough in a small a country. Uh, you know, say they're in some country that doesn't have a lot of golf. they got to find and have a perfect course for the greatest players in the world. I don't know. I'll check it out. I'm sure it's all on tape delay, and I'll see nothing live, right, I guess, If it's in prime time in Japan, it's not going to be in prime time at home. But I'll be rooting for New Zealand Saturday. Saturday. Do I have it right Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, 3 a.m., so Saturday morning. The U.S. women, if they get eliminated, I think a lot of people in the United States will cheer. Because these are seriously super woke uh, people, led by Megan Rapinoe, the newest Victoria's Secret model, the purple-haired the, the angry, purple-haired uh, lesbian who just can't get an even break, you know? She's making, like, millions, literally millions in endorsements, and all she does is complain about how, how uh, this country just will not uh, treat her and her kind fairly. Um, she'll be going against countries that, you know, throw gay people off of buildings at the Olympics, but, you know, let's not get bogged down in the details. Let's just give Megan Rapinoe more money and more awards. Speaking of uh, ingrates, big, big media news yesterday, Turtle Boy, big news. Uh, Maria Taylor uh, left ESPN. Her contract ended. She was in the middle of a very contentious negotiation where she proved to be one of the most ruthless cutthroat uh, negotiators I've ever seen. She set up her uh, former colleague, Rachel Nichols, released a... uh, someone on her on her team released a private conversation uh that rachel had with her friend lebron james agent which made rachel look bad and made maria taylor uh, gave maria taylor some leverage the last we heard espn they initially offered a 5 million a year she wanted eight we don't really know what how the whole thing ended but uh according to i don't know who broke the story yesterday but our guy bobby burrick from outkick wrote about it she left ESPN for NBC and she'll be heading to Tokyo, I believe to cover the Olympics. Um, and she'll be making who knows what five, 6 million a year, a person that 98% of uh, sports fans have no idea who she is, but she, the timing was right. She was, uh, she was uh, uh, young and she, she is young and, and, and attractive and, and checked a lot of boxes. So she, uh, Played her hand, played it out to the end, and got, I think, a big deal from NBC. We don't know the details, but congratulations to Maria Taylor. Now the question is, which 24-year-old young black woman will take her place? That's uh, I'm sure they have a number of candidates. I'm sure none of them are over 30, and, and none of them are, are, are white, and none of them have a penis. That's what we know, but we don't know all the names. Um, I'm going to guess yeah, this Malika be- Andrews.
2: Could be. This feeds right into the, the NBC Olympics things, too, because uh, you know their ratings are going to be so low. They're, they probably are trying to, this Hail Mary to try to get them uh, a little bit more juice and more watchers.
1: Okay. okay. Tell me who would ever watch something just because of Maria Taylor. Yeah, like, I
2: don't know. But they, I, I think they're trying to do something because they know the ratings are just going to be...
1: How completed. does that affect ratings ever, anywhere? Maria Taylor is not a household name. She's not a star. I agree,
2: I agree but she's been in the news lately, so they think that there's some juice... Associate with her now.
1: I don't know. It's we'll we'll see. I I mean, if she does, if you turn on and and Turtle Boy, if you turn on to watch gymnastics or swimming, you won't even know she's there. I mean, you'll hear her, maybe you'll see her, but you won't. She has a distinct,
0: somewhat masculine voice, don't you think? Her voice is a little bit masculine. Is it? A little bit. You you don't think so? It's a little deep for a woman.
1: No, um, oh, oh! What are you saying, Turtle? What are you saying?
0: No, there's nothing wrong with that. Jackie McCollum's the same way. I mean, you can get by in this field. I'm just saying she has a very distinct voice, so people will recognize her voice. But again, it's not her job. Like I just feel like whoever has her job, you could pay the minimum wage because it's the least important job ever. Your job is to stand there, ask stupid questions that nobody cares about, and just look pretty. That, that's it. That's that's all you got to do. Just not be fat. It's a <laughs>
1: It's a hell of a job. But no, I would add something else to that. Just not be male or white or or over thirty. I would over over thirty five. I would say that. But the the woman who will be a candidate to replace her probably not Rachel Nichols because she's been banished. She has been kicked off the island because she questioned why Maria Taylor you know went was promoted, why she went up the food chain so quickly, and said you know it might be. Identity politics, which was rich coming from a woman who probably benefited from similar uh, Criteria at ESPN She said she had been held back by Donald Trump voters who are in ESPN management White conservative men who voted for Donald Trump held her back so when she got uh, exposed or you know the, the the private conversation went public. There was no sympathy for it because she sounds like a whiner who was biting the hand that fed her. But anyway, Malika Andrews is the 26-year-old woman who covered the NBA last year, but never took off her mask, so no one ever saw her. She's there now, and she sat down with you know whoever Giannis or. Chris Middleton or whoever after they won and said, uh, "How how special is this, or how wonderful? How do you feel about you know winning a championship?" Just as you said, asked innocuous questions, fa- uh, fawned all over the players, which was fine. That's what you do at ESPN, but it wasn't really notable. It wasn't really special. Adam Schefter tweets out, "This is this is by the way the uh, I believe it was George Bush, George W. Bush, who called it the low uh, the." The soft bigotry of low expectations. Uh, Malika Andrews, if she didn't show up and, you know, stick the microphone up her nose, she was going to get rave reviews, right? All she had to do yes. was show up and ask questions that someone wrote on a note card for her. Adam Schefter tweets after the NBA Finals, very impressive to watch a 26-year-old Malika Andrews interview the world champion Milwaukee Bucks on national TV and handle it as smoothly and as professionally as she has 31,000 likes and uh, 33,000 retweets of that. Adam Schefter saying his colleague at ESPN handled it smoothly and professionally. Now I watched, I left it on. I watched the title, I was rooting for Milwaukee. I loved to watch Giannis's reaction. I didn't even notice like her doing an interview. I didn't, it didn't affect, I didn't, uh, there was nothing impactful. She did her um, job. Would Would That's Adam Sheff have said that if that were, uh, you know, no. Ed Werder who did the same interview and asked the same questions? No, if,
0: or anybody. It was just because her name is Malika Andrews and she's 26. And they're basically saying, good girl. You did a good job today, honey. <laughs> You're going to be really good at this job. You're, you have, that girl has everything. And I call her a girl cause she's 26 years old and she's already got this job. How the hell did, is she that? Good. Did she like stand out in whatever school she went to? Like, oh man, when this girl talks, she's so good. No, you got your job because your name is Malika and you're attractive and you are you check off several boxes. That's why you have your job. If you look like Julie DeCaro, you would not be doing this right now. <laughs>
1: No question. And, or you look like uh, Turtle Boy, or you look like Carano, or you look like you had no shot. I'm Every time I see a guy like Ed Ward, or I saw him this morning on a, a sports center, and I'm amazed he's still there. Any old white guy who's still at ESPN is a survivor who probably doesn't make that much money, you know? Because, I mean, they got rid of all the guys, Kenny Mayne, and uh, Mike Golick, and Trey Wingo, and anyone who makes any money, and is in the way of you know the agenda the super woke agenda has been boom kicked out the door and uh, uh, i look at a guy like an Ed Werder and i say how has he managed to avoid the you know the grim reaper at espn probably a matter of days you know probably they, uh, until they find some 24 year old uh pretty young thing coming out of college to take his place but uh, anyway congratulations to uh maria taylor we will see her on on tape delay from uh tokyo probably this week all right turtle boy uh you broke a couple of stories this week uh, obviously the big one was you brought down tom mountain the uh what was his title for the uh, uh mass the gop guy. uh oh vice chairman i thought you meant in, in the, <laughs> vice the, chairman yeah. of the massachusetts gop you just nailed him to the wall once again i say turtle boy on an average tuesday breaks more stories than the boston globe has broken in the last 20 years and he brought down i'm surprised that you know they didn't jump on this because he is a republican but uh he was sexting with no he was uh yeah sexting with uh, what 14 year old girls uh well he
0: was con- he he initially commented on a bunch of women's pages including one who was 14 at the time he's like sexy like playful like stupid weird creepy stuff you're like joe biden would say maybe like weird right. stuff and so i wrote about that and instead of just saying you know what i shouldn't have posted that he goes i he, he went with the i was hacked thing. oh god Did and he? that never works and so then i get an email an anonymous email as sometimes happens from somebody who has apparently been uh, pretending to be just Tom Mountain's type, a 20 year old redheaded Israeli model backslash uh, army veteran who wanted him from across the ocean, just could not get enough of Tom Mountain. The <laughs> thirst for Tom Mountain from across the ocean was just insatiable. So she, uh, and the way he talks to her, this obviously fake person, if you saw this woman's face, it's obviously fake. The confidence that this guy had, just like, oh, yes. Please tell me about your most intimate desires. Have you ever been to an orgy before? I love orgies. Oh, I frequently take did you did you read the messages? They yes, were it's, it's they were amazing.
1: Read-up. It's amazing you could be that stupid. I know there's creepy people, this guy's a creep, but to think that, that that you weren't gonna get caught, to think you could type those words to some stranger and it won't end up on Turtle Boy's computer is just I mean, the guy should be fired ostracized for just being stupid forget that was my take on it like people are saying like he didn't do
0: anything wrong it's like well technically yeah he didn't break any laws or anything like that but it's you do not want anyone that naive and that stupid running your party think of the secrets he could give away to some democratic operative who just messages him and is like hey so like you know the guy would be the easiest person to uh you know
1: infiltrate if you will right right well that was not your big big story of the week the bigger better story which was funnier and more disturbing was uh the story of uh jackson kelly 19 year old man from uh is he from worcester no he's where's he from hey give me a break norfolk jerry he's from Norfolk. Norfolk. i knew he was in your neighborhood uh busted for and i don't know the exact charge but let's just say uh forcing himself forcing himself on a horse uh and the evidence is overwhelming because it's on video correct yeah yeah we had on the whole video. we had
0: the staple owner on the the live show the other night she's seen the whole video oh it's god even, on he, video i asked him i'm like where does he finish
1: it was inside jerry it was uh, inside there, there uh, was no money shot. Uh, uh,
0: no uh,
1: nothing uh it is well first of all are we sure it wasn't consensual because i mean these if it's consenting adults we know in this day and age you know there's a lot he
0: took the horse out there were 22 horses in that stable he took it out and did it in front of the other horses i don't know if it was to send a message or say like this is she's my baby this is my favorite horse i like her more than i'm choosing her over all use people look at me like i'm the man And he just did it, and I don't know how he didn't expect to get caught. I don't know how, like he's been to that farm a few times, ridden horses there, with his family. His mother's a teacher. This whole thing is like, talk about how do you ever come back from this, Jerry? Uh,
1: I was going to ask. You got to move to like New Zealand. That's your only option. You can't even then. They're gonna. It's gonna. He
0: looked normal. Like he's a he was a normal. He was a a athlete at King Philip Regional High School. He seemed to have friends. But you, you're never going to get a girl now. I mean, how, you can't be the girl who's the rebound chick for the horse, Jerry.
1: Yeah, that'd be tough. That'd be tough. Maybe there are other 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 mammals you think that he's interested in that he could uh, he we could move on to. We
0: If you were going to have sex with a mammal, I feel like a horse would be ideal for a few reasons. Uh, number one, they wouldn't notice it as much, so they wouldn't squeal and fight back. Uh, but on top of that, also, you know, horses are in pretty good shape. They have nice legs. You never see a fat horse, do you?
1: No, but I, w- I wouldn't like know where to like, put it. I'd be like, how do you do oh, this? He It'd did. be awkward. He, he
0: brought his <laughs> own ladder, Gary. He brought his own ladder. And he fluffed himself <laughs> oh, up beforehand, too. They got him on uh, video for about 30 seconds, you know, uh, getting himself ready, prepping. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that'd be hard. That'd be hard to get. You That's
0: know, what around. he said. That's what he said.
1: He's uh, like he was- didn't get kicked
2: in the head and just and yeah, died right, mean,
0: right there. Worry about They're that. so big, they don't notice. Do you know, saying how big a horse penis is? She didn't the horse didn't even know anything was happening. It still doesn't know it was raped.
1: A horse penis? Are you telling me this guy's gay? What? Did
0: just- no, was- so, so the horse penis is really big, so they know a horse knows when a male is inside of it. Oh a, a human say, penis was- in relation to a horse is so small that you could have sex with a horse and, and the horse doesn't even know what happened.
1: So it was a female horse. Yeah, it was a female oh, horse. Good. I good. I thought the guy was some kind of weirdo. He was doing it with male horses.
0: <laughs> no, 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 Jerry. You, know, you don't have to call the family foundation. It's okay. He's a straight, he's a straight.
1: Oh, God. Only Turtle Boy could break that story. But you could check that. You could check out all the details. You got, you got photos of uh, Jackson Kelly, young Jackson Kelly, correct? You got pictures yeah, of this possible. 19-year-old freak who was arrested for, for, uh, what do they call it? Horse rape? How does it, what's the term? Animal like, cruelty, Jerry. Just going animal, animal cruelty. cruelty. Yes. Even though...
0: How do they know the horse didn't, didn't like it, though? It's a, so <laughs> really cruel.
2: Well, can't give consent. <laughs> Come on.
1: It's pretty simple. They
0: say, well, nay means nay, right? Nay means nay? Nay, so, nay means nay. And,
1: and, and you know what? I don't care if he goes to jail for a day or gets fined a nickel. He is going to pay a price for the rest of his life. Unless he moves far, far away, he's always going to be known as... You know the horse guy. Uh, so good luck to uh, young Jackson Kelly as He tries to you know put this sad chapter in his life in his life behind him. But uh, you can check out all that at tbdailynews.com, and you can check out Doctor Turtleboy Boy on uh, on Twitter. It's all there. Or Turtle Boy. What's the other Twitter handle? Turtle Boy. Turtle Boy uh, tweets.
0: At Turtleboy phone or at Dr. Turtleboy. The at Turtle Boy tweets is a fan run account.
2: Oh, is it? Okay.
1: okay. Yes, correct. A lot of, tur- lot of tweeters out there in the Turtleboy Boy world. Check them out. All right. Thanks, Turtleboy. Boy. Thanks to DCU and Shake Crete and Ally Paving. Thanks to everybody for listening and watching and commenting. Uh, Carano, you made it through another day, I think.
2: It's I unbelievable.
1: Think. Yeah. Are you... Uh, are you feeling good?
2: I feel good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's going to be a lot better when we're in studio together. Uh, it's, you know, doing it like this is not a lot of fun. But uh, but yeah, I mean, so far so
1: good. People seem to like it. <laughs> yeah, you got your fans out there, man. You got your fans, and I was come always up
0: with a Corano guy
1: always. Thank you, Corano. Uh, there's a lot of Corano guys. I don't really get it. I mean, I, I, I mean, like I'm
2: pretty it. awesome. Well, let's, so let's, 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 let's just be right. Where
0: did you come from? you so Are you a, a Minifan that? Escape from that world? Is that how this works?
2: Been a fan, uh, and the, my first interaction was uh, was a parody song in November of 2019, and uh, they laughed oh. hysterically. And so I just I've said they've, they've I've done maybe 25 of them, and then covered for Steve uh, when he was doing Madawaska in 2020, and then I've covered that show 25 times I think or so. Produced that show,
1: and then and then he lost out to Cullenane. So I mean that yeah. Would be all that's all, that's like being known as a guy who did it with a horse you're known as the guy who lost not quite color.
2: that bad i can keep my name at least
1: yeah So you're, no, the, rachel, not, you're
0: not. the rachel nichols and he's the maria taylor here <laughs>
1: right.
2: Right. he's definitely very maria taylor yes
1: yes okay. yes but that that you know we'll see we'll see now it's a contest to see which guy lasts longer in in their that's new job yeah, that's right. But, that's, that's what the horse said, Jerry. That's All, what the horse right. Said. All right. Thanks, Turtle Boy. Thanks, Carano. Got I'm it. Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again soon. Why am I stopping? You, no one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.
4: Imagine being able to detangle, dry, and style with one tool. Just in time for back to school, the Infinity Pro by Con Air with the Not Doctor All-in-One Dryer Brushes do it all for frizz-free salon results at home. The pink smoothing brush has 136 Flexolite bristles for painless detangling and 1000 watts of high-performance power for smooth, shiny results. And the purple large oval dryer brush creates glam waves and comes with a bonus volumizing attachment for added lift and volume at the roots. The All-In-One Dryer Brushes are perfect for all hair types with three heat settings for customized styling and frizz fighting technology that leaves hair shiny and manageable. These styling essentials are your prescription for salon results at home. Go to conair.com to get your Infinity Pro by Conair with the Not Doctor All-In-One Dryer Brush or All-In-One Smoothing Dryer Brush now!
2: Are you headed back to college this fall? Amazon has part-time jobs with students in mind. With starting pay up to $20 an hour and shifts that work with your schedule, you'll be able to balance school, work, study time, and social time. So beat the fall rush and go to amazon.com slash studentjobs to start looking for a part-time job. Not only will you earn while you learn, but you'll get to add Amazon to your resume and jumpstart a career that can take you places. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.